Hi, Bill. You look happy. That's because we're about to share another Soul Talks conversation with our friends. It is fun to picture the faces of you who are listening, men and women in ministry and business, small group leaders, counselors, and spiritual directors, students, parents, and grandparents. We're thankful for your love and service to Christ. If you're new to Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Galtier, welcome. We're glad to have you in our community. We invite you into our home as we talk for the next 20 minutes on life, love, and leadership with Jesus. One of our favorite prayers is, Jesus is enough for me. Mm-hmm. And I remember coming up with that, that little prayer from meditating on Psalm 131 when I was down at the beach, Crystal Cove Park, on one of my TLC days. I had extended time, I think four or five hours. I was just quiet and alone in the Lord's presence and just enjoying the ocean and talking and praying and meditating on scripture. And I was just especially dwelling in Psalm 131. And I just love those lines. Yahweh, my heart has no lofty ambitions. My eyes do not look too high. I'm not concerned with great affairs or marvels beyond my scope. It's enough for me to keep my soul tranquil and quiet like a child in its mother's arms, as content as a child that's just been weaned. Israel, or Bill and Christy, rely on Yahweh now and for always. One of the things I love about this prayer, the the Jesus is enough for me prayer, is it's been such a blessing to you. It has. You've shared that with me for a number of years now. I mean, we've been beholding the Lord in this passage for, I think, about a decade now. Well, you shared it after your own meditation and creation of it on a ministry event that you led. And, and that was the first time you heard it? It was the first time I'd heard it. <laughs> well, good yeah. thing you come to some of my events, huh? <laughs> it's a good thing. <laughs> and it's a good thing I'm a participatory leader I receive as well, because I learn a lot and receive a lot from those events. Even when you're Helping me lead an event, you are learning. And I, right. I, I want to be the same way and, and that way, always seeking to learn. So you fed off the fruit of my meditation. Yes, I did. And I often do. <laughs> and I do that with your meditations. That's part of our soul friendship. That's part of how we draw close to the Lord is just through listening to each other. And what's the Lord been showing you in his word lately? How are you experiencing his presence? So it's kind of a funny story, Bill, because I had the, the paper from that meeting the night before and I had somebody coming to clean our carpets in our house. And so I had to be out of the house so they could clean the carpets, but I didn't want to like leave the house. And so I went out on our daughter's trampoline in our backyard and I jumped the whole time that they were cleaning the house. And I memorized that Psalm while jumping <laughs> on Brianna's trampoline in wow. our backyard. <laughs> and so now when, when you're reciting Psalm 131, you're thinking about jumping on a trampoline. <laughs> I actually don't think about that. I just think about the blessing of that psalm. That psalm okay. is so helpful to me. It's been so curative to me, being able to just confess the marvels beyond my scope that I'm all in knots about or right. the lofty ambitions I'm all attached to and being able to abandon those to the Lord and recenter on the reality that Jesus is enough for me. He's what I really long for, not these ambitions and you know, that I'm pursuing and not the, even the resolve of these marvels and understandings and, you know, of those, but it's, it's Jesus. Just the simplicity and the the intimacy of Jesus and really him opening his arms to you and holding you like a a nurturing mother. Mm -hmm. That's right. 
And, you know, being a mother, that's so meaningful Mm. because I've held a baby in my arms that's content, that's been fed and just holds themselves just, or doesn't hold them, just lets me hold them totally, abandons their full body weight and control. To me, supporting them, holding them, that perfect contentment that they're safe, that all their needs are met and they can just be in my arms. And I've treasured that experience of their trust and of being able to provide that safety for them and that nurturing for them and that feeling for them. And so it's a beautiful picture to think, well, that's what God does for us. Well, and it's inspiring how you're sharing this and how you're showing us how you meditate on scripture and how you pray, because it's so relational and so engaging and so warm and personal. You're a great example, just not getting lost in your head with thoughts about the scripture. It's important to think about scripture in our life, but we also want to feel about it. And it's ultimately about a relationship with the Lord and with one another. It's about love. And so it's just really encouraging to hear you describe how praying Psalm 131, you're brought into this embrace and this nurture and this rest with the Lord. Well, thank you, honey, for your affirmation in that. And I think this is really the gift in the body of Christ and our differences because you help me think more about scripture because that's your strength. And I guess I help you feel more (laughs) about scripture. I'm the more relational, you know, emotional one. So I feel more. And so I'm glad we can minister to each other in in our differences. It reminds me of one of my favorite readings from one of the classics of Christian devotion, Experiencing the Depths of Jesus Christ by Madame Jean Guyon, the, the French woman from the 17th century. And one of our articles on soul shepherding is Experiencing the Depths of Jesus Christ, named after her book, which is one of the all-time best-selling books in history, uh, multiple millions of copies that have been sold and was powerfully transformational for, for these people. And I just love her words on praying the scripture. And I think she really helps us into this relational engagement that you're modeling for us here. She says, Praying the scripture involves both reading and prayer. Turn to the scripture. Be careful as you read. Take in fully, gently, carefully what you are reading. Taste it and digest it as you read. In the past, it may have been your habit while reading to move very quickly from one verse of scripture to another until you had read the whole passage. Perhaps you were seeking to find the main point. But in coming to the Lord by means of praying the scripture, you do not read quickly. You read very slowly. You do not move from one passage to another until you have sensed the very heart of what you have read. You then can take that portion of scripture that has touched you and turn it into prayer. So praying the scripture is not judged by how much you read, but by the way in which you read. If you read quickly, it will benefit you little. You'll be like a bee that merely skims the surface of a flower. Instead, in this new way of reading with prayer, you must become as the bee who penetrates into the depths of the flower. You plunge deeply within to remove its deepest nectar. Praise the Lord for those words. Yeah, so helpful, so good, so true. I just want to go deeper into the word of the Lord. And so tell us how, and illustrate for us, how do you do this with 
Psalm 131 and the, the Jesus Enough simplifying prayer that we like to use? Well, I will start out just rehearsing the psalm in my mind all the way through, and then mm-hmm. I'll go back and I'll start to pray it. As I'm confessing, Yahweh, my heart has no lofty ambitions. My eyes do not look too high. I'll then examine myself. Holy Spirit, show me, where do I have lofty ambitions? Mm. Where are my eyes looking too high? And I'll spend time listening to the Lord and looking, and, and then I'll confess, and I'll talk to him about that. Yeah, I'm ambitious about this. I want more podcast listeners. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I want people to like our podcast, you know, and to be able to then surrender that. Say, no, help me just to be content in you and my obedience and responsiveness to you and not worry about what other people think. And then we'll continue on. And one of the verses talks about how I'm not concerned with great affairs or marvels beyond my scope. And then I'll think, okay, you know, what what am I worrying about? What great affairs am I concerned about? Well, the elections. <laughs> well, that's a marvel beyond my scope for sure. As if I'm going to be able to, you know, somehow save us from <laughs> what I'm concerned about. Mm-hmm. But there again, it gives me this opportunity to confess it and to say, oh no, Jesus, you're my refuge. You're my hope. You're my strength. Mm-hmm. You're my comfort. And so it's like, it turns me back to the Lord, his presence with me. He's my source of peace. And then this simplifying prayer that you created out of this Nick session about enough for me to keep my soul tranquil and quiet, like a child in her mother's arms, content as a child that's just been fed. And then I think, oh, yes, I, I know what that's like. I've seen that. I you know remember the visual that I, I shared about that, my experience of that. And then I think, oh, this is for me. This is available for me. Mm. And so then I'll use that simplifying prayer, Jesus is enough for me to keep my soul tranquil and quiet like a child in its mother's arms, content as a child that's just been fed. So I'll think about the ways God's feeding me, Mm -hmm. what he's given me. I'll start to express gratitude and thank him for how he's fed me, how he's ministered to my soul, for his holding me, his drawing me close, his longing to be intimate with me and to have me trust him like that child. And then we prayed again, but we shorten it. Jesus is enough for me to keep my soul tranquil and quiet. So I just picture myself being held by the Lord, like John laying his head up against the chest of Jesus there in the Last Supper, just content to be with him, to be near him, to be held by him, and leaning in with trust and abandonment. And then again, that next phrase, Jesus is enough for me to keep. He's my treasure. And then again, Jesus is enough for me. Jesus is enough. Jesus. So as I just pray through that simply in prayer, just more focusing my mind, And that's something, you know, some of us won't memorize a whole chapter of scripture, but we can memorize something like a portion, like that simplifying prayer and pray it over and over and over again. And go deep with it, like the bee that's plunging into the flower for the the nectar or the the child that's coming in close to mommy for a a hug and a snuggle and to stay close and warm. Yeah, 
deep into all the parts of our body, our worries, our fears, our circumstances, our relationships, our concerns. I mean, you can you can go so deep with that and connecting on all those different areas and levels of our life with Jesus being enough. Yeah, so we're praying the psalm with Jesus because he is the living word of God, the word made flesh, and he's the one that the psalms and the Old Testament prophets prophesy about. He's the Messiah, and he's the one that fulfills all of those prophecies, and he fulfills all of the righteousness. So all those psalms, they point to Jesus. They point to his perfect humanity. They point to his sacrifice on the cross for our sins and his resurrection. And uh, and besides that, the psalms were Jesus' prayer book. That's how he learned to pray. So uh, this is a great thing to pray a psalm with Jesus and to pray it to him and to join in with his prayers. So it really is very relational. Where It's just not words on a page here. We're relating to God, to Holy Spirit. Parakletos is a person, the Spirit of Jesus. So Bill, I think you're saying that praying this helps you enthrall your mind with Jesus. Oh, yes. this is, And it's really the, the most important thing in my life, truly. There's nothing more important than to set before my mind the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God shining in glory. Uh, just little things like seeing his smile. I mean, I talk about that all the time because for a lot of years, I didn't know how to smile that well unless somebody made me laugh or I was doing something crazy. But learning to live with a smile more often. And uh, well, that comes from seeing the smile of Jesus and just appreciating that I'm in his presence and he's so good and loving. And wow, if, if God Almighty is here and he cares for me, I have reason to be happy even in a, a difficult or stressful situation, there can be joy that's there. Well, and then what I've noticed is as you're enthralling your mind with the Lord in these ways, then you, that overflows to me because then you share it and you minister it to me. Yeah, it's an amazing thing. And you, I mean, you experience the same thing, but people tell us that it's like God's presence is just streaming to them. And that's what happens when you, as a parent or a small group leader or a preacher or just leading a business meeting, and if while you do that, you are enthralling your mind with Jesus and his Father, and you're beholding the presence of the Lord. Uh, I'm talking about ways to transcend words. I'm talking about you know mentally, in your heart, in your thoughts, in your desires, in your prayers, shooting up little prayers now and again before a situation even during it, as you might remember, and just in your bodily orientation, even deeper than, than thoughts, in the habitual orientation of your mind and your body, to be submitted to the Lord and to want to serve him, to want to glorify him, to want to share his love with the people around you. People experience that. They experience a difference. And over time in living this life, what you begin to find is that people are pressing in closer to Jesus around your body. It's the most wonderful, glorious, delightful, honoring thing to have people drawing close to Jesus around us. It is. And so as we live this out, then we get to serve it too. So yesterday I met with a woman who was just, had been riddled with anxiety in the last month. Several changes in her life really have been, frankly, traumatic for her. And so she said, please, I need some tools. Help me, give me some tools to help me with this anxiety. I'm not able to eat. I've lost all this weight. I'm not able to sleep. You know, I don't feel at home in my home. You know, I'm, she was just miserable. And I was able to pray Psalm 131 with her and to lead her just in a time of receiving from the Lord's word this reality that Jesus is enough for her and that she can take refuge in him. And 
as she opened her eyes at the end, it was visibly different. Mm-hmm. That the I saw visibly in her body, the anxiety was gone. And she's like, this is the first time I've been free of it in a month. Mm-hmm. And so it's really a very powerful way. God actually helps us to minister to others as well as to ourselves. She was praying the scripture, praying Psalm 131, and she was taking heart from you. Mm-hmm. Because this psalm and the presence of the Lord was embodied in you, she was able to absorb that mm-hmm. and come into the peace of Christ. Mm-hmm. Wow, what a blessing. That's a really encouraging testimony. So it's an example of how we love the Lord our God we, with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and it enables us to love our neighbors as well mm-hmm. ourselves. Yes. An integration of that. So, honey, you've got other simplifying prayers like this one on soulshepherding.org that people might want to experiment with. Yeah, we've got over 700 resources. They're all free. They're for your devotions, for your friends, for small groups that you're leading, for ministry in your church, you know, whatever you're doing. Uh, That's why we put them there. It's an important ministry at Soul Shepherding is to create these resources that help us to really engage uh, deeply and authentically with the Word of God in, in ways that we can apply to our life and bless other people with. So how do we find them? Well, if this particular one, if you just go on uh, internet search engine and you, you type in soul shepherding, Jesus is enough for me, that will pop right up with a picture of Jesus and the children and a, a short explanation and, and illustration. It actually lead you right into the, the prayer process. And there are many other uh, scriptures like this. If you go to our articles page and you just search on a topic that you're interested in, you'll find other experiences. That's one of our tags. We have, you know, every article has subject tags that are themes that you can search on to find more like that article uh, or that experience in experiences. uh, And uh, another one is exercises for retreats and groups. So these are some of the tags that people can search on. And breath prayers, which are, are short scriptures that you can go deep with and praying and turning over in your mind. Yeah, all of our breath prayers, the way when we say that, what we mean is breath prayers from the Bible. They're always a phrase from Scripture, maybe a paraphrase, and then we're meditating on the Word of God. And, and we're using our breathing, our body, to help us do that. It's not some weird New Age thing. It's just a very, it's like raising our hands in church to help us worship. We're just being intentional about using our bodies to help us uh, engage with the Lord mentally and from our heart. Taking in the truth and the reality of his life in the scriptures and his presence with us. Yeah, because it's got to get into our bodies. If it doesn't become habitual and, and deeper than our conscious thoughts, then it's, we don't really have it yet. Because you can't be constantly thinking about God. There's lots of things to think about and do. And so you've got to have a habitual orientation that you're doing what you're doing to glorify Jesus and to share God's love with the person around you. Yeah. Well, let me pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your word, the gift it is to us, the way that you invite us closer and deeper into intimacy with you through your word. I ask, Lord, that you would guide each of us to your words that you are inviting us to listen to you in, to interact with you in, and to help us enthrall our minds more with you, realizing more and more of your glory your goodness, and your love. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by this episode of Soul Talks with Bill and Christy Gaultier. You'll find all our podcasts on soulshepherding.org. And while you're there, we hope you'll have fun discovering our other free resources to bless your soul and ministry. 
On Facebook, you can receive a daily encouraging word or prayer for me. Just friend Bill Galtier or follow Soul Shepherding. Until next time, let's keep in conversation with Christ.